Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's a bit pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Rob. Hey. Okay. Well, then I guess, hello, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We weren't sure if this was on air or not, but I guess we're live. Uh, it's Monday, and, um, yeah, you already know, uh, today's segment is That's the Movie with Robert Alfonso Hidalgo on the Sasha Marina Show. Uh, hey, brother, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. So we haven't... We've been a little behind in this segment, guys, and we, you know, apologize about that. But I'm sure yeah. Robert has some interesting news to share with you all. So far yeah, away. but I guess uh, the first thing we had to mention, though, is uh, the passing of Robin Williams uh, last mm-hmm. Monday, August the 11th. I I wasn't even able to do the show because I was on set, and that's when I got the news too. So, yeah, it was it was uh, you know kind of out of nowhere, but um, he died of an apparent suicide. And I don't know, but I, Robin Williams was kind of like, he was kind of like the, child, the childhood um, actor that everyone had since the 70s. Every, mm-hmm. new de- every new generation, he was there as some character, one form or another. He was in somebody's childhood. Yeah, but, pretty much yeah. he was in mine a lot, like especially with like Flubber and Peter Pan, and exactly. Jumanji I mean, nineties kids, and, kids from the eighties, yeah. kids from the seventies, they all grew up with Robin Williams. Yeah, even adults, much, yeah. even adults. I, I don't know. This yeah. is just like the first like like celebrity death that probably just hits me hard because it's like losing like that one family member you barely ever saw, but when you did see him. Him or her, it made you happy. And yeah. worst of all, I guess, was that it was suicide. And again, suicide, yeah, suicide is, you know. And you want to hear the permanent... most shocking part. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was wanna... it? The, the most shocking part of all was that uh, him and his wife, I guess, weren't in good terms at the time. And they slept in separate rooms. And that, that morning, because. Um, uh, the coroner said that he passed away, uh, you know, early in the day, so morning, early afternoon. Uh, says his wife was in the house, and since she, they were like not in good terms. She didn't, she doesn't, wouldn't even be checking up on him, since they were like in separate rooms. And she left that morning to run her errands, and he was already dead. So she had no idea. So I must just wonder how that that woman must feel so terrible right now, you know, that they were in such bad terms, and then 
and the person that ends up finding him is his publicist of 30 years. You know, yeah. is the person that finds him. And his wife was sleeping in the other room and had no idea. So I'm sure that the family is going through it right now. Yeah. And, it, you know, suicide, it's a permanent permanent solution to a temporary problem. And, I mean, if anybody, anybody, anybody who's even listening is ever struggling with that, there's a hotline you can call for the U.S. I mean, I have the number here. It's 1-800-273-8255. This is for anybody who's ever needs just to talk to someone. This is what these people are for. So if anybody's ever feeling down, just don't worry about it. Don't ever consider doing something like suicide. And, I mean, you have to look at this as, as a mental illness, depression, because it's not just something you can just take a pill and then you'll come out of it, you know? It's not a cold. It needs treatment, just like anything else. So I hope, you know, something like this will, because uh, usually when a celebrity dies from it, everyone starts paying attention. And I guess the worst thing, it had to be Robin Williams, but anyways, let's move on from this. <laughs> May you rest in peace. Let's go straight into Marvel news, Marvel movie news. The usual things that we start off with. There's always Marvel movie news. Well, anyways, uh, this is about Ant-Man. So uh, Ant-Man, you know, has had a a very rocky pre-production. Um, first getting Edgar Wright leaving the project, which, you know, at first I didn't really, didn't seem to care but then as I started thinking about it and listening to other people's opinions, I realized that it actually kind of sucks. We'll never be able to see this movie, this movie that Edgar Wright had in mind. Edgar Wright was directing a superhero movie. That's mm-hmm. something that didn't dawn on me until like two or three weeks after the news. And that, that, kinda, that really does suck. That'd be pretty terrible, you know. It's like having Pulp Fiction without Quentin Tarantino directing it. It really kind of sucks. I mean, it would have been cool to see Edgar Wright direct an Ant-Man movie. That would have been new, different. I mean, we just had James Gunn direct a superhero movie that, not even superhero movie, it was kind of like a sci-fi, it was a space opera, Guardians of the Galaxy. And that guy's freaking crazy. James Gunn is insane. So having him do this mo- do a Marvel movie, that was crazy. And then now Edgar Wright, that would have been really cool, but... Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll never see that. But the movie is starting production now. It begins filming already in San Francisco with Peyton Reed, director or writer, I don't know, of the Anchorman movies and Yes Man. But yeah, hopefully this movie turns out good. It needs to be a needs to be a needs to do well because otherwise I'm gonna feel like we missed a lot with Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, in, what's up? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you had your I opinion. Had this, you should say, you should I speak had, your mind. I had, I had a thought, and then it kind of just crawled away. <laughs> did you, did you uh, crawl away as you forgot it, or you just decided not to say it? Yeah, I, I, I just forgot it. I crawled away, like I couldn't <laughs> hold on to it. <laughs> All, right. All right then. Okay. Well, anyways. The next, the next bit of stuff is all Marvel news, but uh, this is for Avengers Age of Ultron. It's very small and probably insignificant until we see the movie, but it's uh, Stellan Skarsgård. He's, he was in uh, the Thor movies, 
both the first one and the second one, and also in the first Avengers movie. He played that scientist who was with um, Natalie Portman's character in Thor, and he was the one that that uh, that like stopped, that told Black Widow what to do and the Avengers how to stop the invasion and everything and close the portal. Remember that guy? Gray hair? Yeah. Old, yeah, him. He is apparently going to be in Avengers Age of Ultron. So I guess he's having more roles in the Marvel Universe. I uh, I wonder I, I wonder what's what's his you know purpose going to be in this movie? Probably just working for Shield or something. Wait, spoilers for Captain America two, Shield doesn't exist okay. anymore. So I don't know I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> we'll find out. And how does Isola right. feel about this new news? I haven't told her she doesn't even care. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um so. Anyways, moving on to another Marvel Marvel news, but this is probably um, uh, this is from a new property that they're gonna do a new movie, a movie that hasn't even been announced, and it's another um, it's a, probably another obscure character, comic book characters um, getting their own movies. I mean, mm-hmm. in the comics, they they play big roles if you read comics, but if you don't, you won't know who the hell these guys are. Just like the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's um. The Inhumans. The Inhumans are like this sort of meta-humans with superpowers as well, and they and they like uh, they live like outside of Earth and stuff. And I really don't know too much about them, but all I know is that and the recent and the and the, the coming um, Marvel reboot for the comic books, there's going to be two Inhumans part of the Avengers. So what this is is it, poss- is, is, it just means that. Um, that uh that Marvel is moving forward with the Inhumans movie, which is just if anybody cares about the Inhumans or is really excited about that, that's cool. And Vin Diesel has been teasing a lead role in the Inhumans. Um oh, yeah? back yeah, back a few years ago. Um they he he I think like a year ago or so, he, or two, he was talking about how how um how he went in a meeting with Marvel to talk about a potential, you know, a movie, a fresh, a new, a lead role in a new IP, like a new mm-hmm. movie, that would launch the third phase of Marvel's stupid little face thing, whatever the hell they're doing. And um, he was talking about a lead role, but everyone assumed now that it was Guardians of the Galaxy after it was released, but it's not. He's talking about a movie that's coming out 2016, 2017, around there. So it's most likely going to be the Inhumans, and he's playing like a, a role in it. He even tweeted, he mean on Facebook, his Facebook page, he always, talk, he, for some reason, he always likes talking about stuff and uh, on Facebook every single time, always teasing stuff. But he says, um, uh, this is, you know, just quoting what he says, Vin and Marvel, you made it happen. You all made it happen. I get the strange feeling that Marvel thinks I'm inhuman. Ha ha. So, a lot of people are th- are thinking when he says Inhuman is the direct, you know, um, uh, what's it called? He's talking about his role in the Inhumans movie. But for now, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I really, I'm really not excited for that. Like, I don't care. I never really cared for the Inhumans. But anybody who is will be really excited about it. I guess I can so. totally I'm not understand. even familiar with this whole thing. Not even. I don't yeah, even know. it's like it's getting more obscure. The stuff they're bringing out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Hopefully, you know, it'll be cool because then this, these, these like, small teams of superheroes that nobody knows about will get 
popular like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that movie was fantastic. That movie just, just like, it, it took it was the summer better. out with a bang. Yeah, I thought it was even better than the, the anticipated Ninja Turtles. I went to go see Ninja Turtles yesterday with uh, Oh, you with saw Jesse. Ninja Turtles? Oh, my gosh. Dude, that I so seen Ninja you. Turtles. Yeah, but, like, the reason why, you know, Jesse's an 80s baby, so, you know, 80s babies were, like, so excited, like, oh, my God, like, Ninja Turtles, and 90s. you know? 80s and 90s, yeah, everyone. exactly. So, and I was kind of excited, too, but I was not really a big Ninja Turtles person, so it was more like Jesse. I mean, I was, and I, I, you, know, I, you know, I was a huge Ninja Turtle fan, but... This yeah. movie looked terrible. It looked terrible. Then, I didn't want to go see yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of heard... people even, I said it like that same weekend, some people were like, oh, yeah, cool, awesome. And others were really like, you know what, I kind of prefer the 80s Ninja Turtles. And a lot of people didn't. Yeah, I heard the only things people. that were good about, the only thing that was good about this movie was that the Ninja Turtles were actually good. That the Ninja Turtles oh, had no, like a, the their actual, personality yeah, the shined turtles, in and yeah. they were pretty good. Yeah, the, turtles the, the themselves were turtles good, were but, hilarious. Yeah, the yeah, that's what I heard. But, like, Megan Fox, uh, her role wasn't, it wasn't mediocre. I was kind of surprised. She she was, you know, I think she, she didn't have a pointless better. role. No, it, yeah, she, she, was, she was good. You know, she wasn't an amazing actress because she's not an amazing actress. At least she, she yet has to prove her, like, amazingness. As an actress, but she's but, it's um, never gonna happen because she's not she's not she's not an actress. Exactly. <laughs> so her whole thing as April O'Neil, it 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 worked out, and it wasn't she wasn't fake with it. It it was good, you know. It wasn't fantastical, but it was good. And the movie overall, you couldn't you can't go in there expecting what you remember from the eighties and nineties. You have to just take it in as a new concept of the Ninja Turtles. You know, the backstory might be the same or whatever, but it's a different picture completely. And the movie is enjoyable. You can't go in there and say, like, oh, my God, I'm ready to get blasted away, because you're not if you're looking into the whole technicality of the actual picture. If you're just looking to sit down and see a movie and enjoy it, then it, it's good for that. But, but like you said, yeah, I, I even heard from people that the Guardians of the Galaxy was way better than Ninja Turtles and that Ninja yeah, Turtles kind of just, you know... Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've seen Guardians already twice. That's how good. That's the first time I've ever no done way. that in history. I've never, I've never paid to see a movie twice in my life. And because Guardians of the Galaxy, I enjoyed it so much, I had to see it twice. And what you saw it by yourself, or you saw it last night too? No, uh, yeah, I took my sister. I went yesterday. No, I went Saturday. Uh huh. Saturday, I saw it for a second time. Cool. And it's really just a—it's just one of the best movies this summer. I mean, this this year has actually been pretty good with movies. Movies that everyone expected to be mediocre were actually way better than expected. I mean, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy has its faults, mostly with some of the characters, like just specifically like two, and one. And I—I I guess it's because they didn't have enough time to flesh out, you know, these characters completely. So we'll probably find out more about the backstories of certain characters here and there. But the movie was just very entertaining. It's really one of the funniest movies I've actually seen all year. It was hilarious. And one of, and one of the best sci-fis I've seen in a while. Probably since Star Wars, there hasn't been a space opera like this since Star Wars and Star Trek. No, Star Wars. More Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was very good. It was a very fun movie. But anyways, we're moving on. <laughs> we're getting got to get to the news here. So now this is all Warner Brothers news, like, you know, DC news. So 
this is small and nobody really cares, but this is this will allow me to mention some other stuff about this. Ben Affleck, um, on the set of Batman versus Superman, he uh, was injured. He he strained the no shoulder. No way. Uh, yeah, he just strained his shoulder. It's not it's not bad, but so far they're not saying they're not, there's no delay in filming. Like uh, it's not like Star Wars Episode Seven. You know, Harrison Ford had to miss two months of principal photography because of you know a broken leg, but. So far, everyone's uh, he's he's fine. But the what I also wanted to mention was that there's a bunch of behind-the-scenes footage of, of of people just taking video in Detroit where they're shooting, and it's like a destroy. Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of destruction everywhere. And it's like pictures and videos everywhere. Looks pretty cool, and it's just a few shots of Ben Affleck walking around as Bruce Wayne. Pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, I'm that's, so that's like I. I don't know. If you, well, how do you feel about this? I mean, I still haven't registered the fact that Ben the, Affleck is Bruce Wayne. I don't even care anymore. But um, <laughs> I think I think it's gonna. I feel like this movie might end up, you know, like Amazing Spider-Man Two, because it feels like there's so much crap going on in that movie. They might as well just. It might as well just be the Justice League, because all the crap they're adding in this movie, it just seems like it might be too much. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Well, and you I know, frankly, like I don't movie... even care anymore because Zack Snyder is one of the worst, best directors in the world. I don't know how to say that. You know how Nicolas Cage is one of the best, worst actors. Yeah. Well, um, um, a what's it called? Zack Snyder is like the Nicolas Cage of directing. You never know if the movie is going to be good, and it's never really that good. Nicolas... But it's never well... really terrible. Yeah, I think with with the thing with Nicolas Cage, he was brilliant in a lot of movies, but the problem why he kind of started becoming mediocre was that he's doing roles that wasn't fit for him. No, it's it's not so, even, it's not even that. It's just this know? is this he's always been like one of those actors where you're like the hell, that was a really stupid thing to do. And then sometimes you're like, "Wow, that was pretty good." But you you never know cuz he just he just stays right there between doing terrible, terrible things and very, very good things. And that's my problem with Zack Snyder. I don't necessarily like him, but I don't necessarily hate him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's he's just he's just sometimes he does some cool stuff, but most of the time it's just like, what are you doing? But it's kind of hard, you know. I don't I I I don't necessarily trust Zack Snyder in making movies anymore. I just don't I just don't have a negative opinion about it. I don't have a good opinion about it. I just have no opinion. Don't trust him. But I'm gonna reserve judgment until I see the actual movie. That's how I'm treating Zack Snyder for like ever now. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so the final bit of uh, DC news is that Warner Brothers is apparently this is you know and not even it's not even sort of a rumor, but it's just one of the reports coming out that they're working on an Aquaman script, you know, but they're working on two Aquaman scripts, like at mm-hmm. the same time. So they have two separate writers writing the script for Aquaman. And they're probably going to compare the two and see which one is better. One of the scripts is, re- is being written by Will, Will Beale, who wrote Gangster Squad, and uh, he's also one of the writers for Castle, the TV show mm-hmm. starring Nathan Fillion, and Kurt Johnstadt, who wrote 300 and 300 Rise of, the, of an Empire, which is a prequel of 300. So you have this writer who, I guess, has not worked with Zack Snyder, and then you have another writer who's been working with Zack Snyder since 300. So you kind of you kind of know where this is going. Yeah. So we're we're gonna yeah, 
I don't I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if they're going to be able to successfully, you know, sell Aquaman <laughs> because Aquaman is pretty is actually a pretty badass character, but he's become sort of a joke, and it's like a popular joke where everyone thinks he's just a ridiculous, useless superhero when in fact he's actually really cool. But uh, let's see if they manage to write a, a decent script for Aquaman. That'll be cool. I mean, I, I'm not a fan, you know, really of Aquaman, don't even care, but um, he is a pretty cool superhero regardless of me not caring about him, his movie happening, so let's hope they actually do it correctly. So, the next bit of news is Star Wars, and it's just, um, this is actually kind of, sort of pretty much a rumor where they released some pictures and some concept art of the Stormtroopers, of the new look for the Stormtroopers, and mm-hmm. it looks pretty different, slightly, but it definitely doesn't look exact it's it's still inspired by the old ones by the original you know uh stormtroopers from from episode four and four five and um six but it looks a little different you know it has this very different sort of like feels like more futuristic look to it but it looks to be that the empire is not dead as in this takes place 30 years after episode six and apparently the Empire is still someplace running, and it's working, and there's stormtroopers still there doing their stormtrooper stuff. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that'll be interesting. We'll see uh, how this goes. But and it's, and it's like set images and everything, apparently, where they have all the props and stuff. And so you know, that'll that be like pretty cool. My only my you only never, problem with flowers has has always been just like staying awake <laughs> for some reason. So I guess I'll have to take some like coffee in there and like manage to stay awake for the darn three hours of the movie. I'm pretty sure this movie will be more inter- more uh, fast paced and entertaining. I don't I don't the prequels you know they weren't very they weren't very good to tell you the truth they were they were okay, but there was a lot of things that were missing in those movies that the original. Star Wars movies didn't have, but, you know, I think J.J. Abrams, you know, taking, being the helm of this movie will be different. It'll be different, and it'll, you know, it'll probably make this movie a bit more entertaining and exciting, because what he's done with the Star Trek movies is just amazing. He he managed to just reboot this, the Star Trek series, and make it for a new generation, but on top of that, still do have a lot of fan service for the original fans of the Star Trek movies. So I, I think, you know, I trust them enough to, to deliver a good movie with uh, with Star Wars Episode Seven. Unlike, you know, Zack Snyder. Don't trust him. But I do trust J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I just hope he actually Zack doesn't, Snyder. you know, ruin this. Yeah. So, moving on then. Um... This is for Star Trek Three, so we're going from sci-fi to sci-fi. So Star Trek Three, uh, the movie is being written by Roberto Orsi, and now Simon Pegg, who plays Scotty in um in the Star Wars, I mean in the Star Trek uh, movies, the reboots, he has now confirmed that Ro- Roberto Orsi will be actually directing the movie as well as writing it. Okay. So yeah, he's gonna be a big That's part a of the movie. Job. <laughs> yeah. JJ uh, Abrams pretty much handed it over to uh, him. We'll see how this goes. You know. Speaking of 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 
Oh no, because that's Christopher Nolan. I was I was about to say that J.J. Abrams doing Interstellar. That's Christopher Nolan. I actually Christopher just seen Nolan. the trailer. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, on uh, watching Ninja Turtles or whatever, they played the trailer, and I guess I, you know, I wasn't really familiar with the whole uh, base of, of the movie, and um, it seemed quite interesting. But interesting enough, this trailer does not fill the idea. I mean, well, it kind of spills the idea, but it doesn't fill the whole story. You know how some trailers nowadays is yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't oh, really, it doesn't really tell you anything. It doesn't, it doesn't tell, tell you nothing. Anything. You see the dude. Yeah, I know, you know I know exactly what the movie's farm. about and everything. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly what the movie's about, but n- anybody else who does is not constantly, you know, knowing, looking up exactly. movie news and paying attention to it won't know what it's about. The only thing that I got yeah. from the trailer when I'm looking at it was that it has a really awesome movie. It has a score, a really awesome score, and I think it's Hans Zimmer who's doing the music for that movie. And it yeah, lo- and it sounded so really freaking awesome. And, and the picture. But besides and, and, and that, I don't. The graphics. <laughs> there's really not anything it, that explains what's the movie no, about. No, it's it's not. All you see is, is is Anne Hathaway, which by the way I had no idea Anne Hathaway was in it. You know, Anne Hathaway. You see Michael McConaughey. You see the Michael McConaughey's daughter. I'm not familiar with with the actress playing his daughter, the young girl. But and she looks pretty good. She looks pretty talented in that. Yeah. That, that she little does. girl. Yeah. She, she has one yeah. of the. That's that's one of the most talented uh, actresses I've seen in the trailer. A young actress, because most trailer, most of the young actresses and actors in these in Hollywood right now are really just mediocre. But just seeing her in that trailer convinced me that she's that yeah. she's good. Exactly, and you know, all you see is like them in a farm, and all of a sudden he's in outer space, and you know, this is not spoilers, you guys. This is in the trailer, so you can check that out. I mean, so you don't you you kind of you don't even know what the, what the idea behind the movie is, you know, and, and there's some narration yeah, going over. Yeah, the whole idea is that there's a drought, there's a drought that's been going on on Earth for a few years now, and uh, they're just, they're they're deciding to launch an expedition to find uh, viable planets for Earth, but this mm-hmm. is the, the, the whole twist is that they're leaving the solar system. They're doing interstellar travel. They're going to dif- different solar systems looking for, you know, planets that mm-hmm. humans can move to to all the new humans because they've just they've just recently been able to create um find, make, make a way to have interstellar travel you know possible which so that's at what the it's moment all about. for us is like totally impossible but hey yeah it's knows? not impossible it's just we don't i don't think we have it the technology years. required it would, yet yeah for it. it would take it would take well if you do it the old-fashioned way it would take like our whole life in human years, but yeah. obviously, you know, if you find it's a technology just, just we're, so fast I guess we're just the speed of life, waiting, you know. Uh-huh. But yeah. yeah, that's how. I mean, I don't happening. doubt that we don't that we don't have that already. Obviously, somewhere, you know, in the desert, underground. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm pretty sure somewhere they're fo- they're trying, they're working on it, but I don't think we're there. Yeah. We're there yet. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway. So it's just her. There you go. Yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, it's Sylvester Stallone. He's talking about what he's going to do after The Expendables 3. By the way, I reviewed The Expendables 3. Want to see what I think about it? Just go on YouTube. Look it up. And, yeah. anyways. Oh, and we saw the um, early too, here in Miami. Yeah. Oh, you saw it? Just loves it. Yeah, just. Jesse loves it because he just likes that. He's just like that action frenzy. Dude. I never, I never, no. I never really liked all the Expendables movies. I thought they were okay, but I felt like this he movie was, was uh, the best. Missing. He thought that the third one. You think so? He thought that the third one was like the best out of the three. No, I think it was probably the worst 
Um, I think it didn't have what the first two movies had. For some reason, it just didn't feel... I felt like they just had this movie was just a bunch of retired old actors, action stars in the movie, and I'm like, that's what it's all about. But I don't think it was nearly as good as the first two movies. I'm not even familiar with the series, you know, with the whole franchise. I haven't seen one and two, so I can't really be a judge. But I thought that the movie yeah. was entertaining. There were some funny little puns in the script. That was here it. And that there. was pretty much it. It was just entertaining. You know? To, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and just a lot of gunfire. A lot of gunfire. A lot of ammunition being wasted in this movie. Uh, that's about yeah. it. First fake ammunition, I should say. Obviously, it's yeah. not real. But, so, uh, yeah, yeah, anyways. Sylvester Stallone, he's, uh, his next movie that he wants to be working on now is uh, after Expendables 3 is Rambo 5. So he wants no to do another way. Rambo movie, and he says he's already training for Rambo 5. He himself? He's going to... No way. Yeah. You know, he already I, did I another... He did a Rambo, Rambo 4 a few years back. I guess he wants to do another one. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, well, if that's, that's what he, he wants to do, I feel like uh, I feel like he just should leave it there, you know, because there's no way that in real life, if, with with his physical state right now, and he, you know, he can't be a boxer, you know. What are they going to make the movie? How you know no, how are they Ra- going to make Rambo, the story? Rambo, 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 not Rocky. Oh, okay. Rambo's, okay. Rambo's the other one where he's like just a gun-toting like. Mer- uh, this soldier he works for the U.S. military. It's just crazy yeah. shit. But well, well, yeah, well, either uh, way, like it's. I mean, he's 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 old, you know. And even though he's all buffed up in his veins, he's old. But I, I don't think out. I don't think he even cares anymore. He's just he keeps going. For the sake, and whatever, for good the for him. I, he's making. doing what he likes. He's doing what he likes. I guess so. Yeah. Ne- uh, so, anyways, the next bit is uh, the Power Rangers movie reboot. It has a release date. It's getting a, a release date of July, 20, I mean, 2016. July 22nd, 2016 is the release date. And that movie is being written by Roberto Orsi. Things okay. are being written by him, yeah. But, yeah, that's, we have a release date. And a final bit of news, it's something that, you know, we've been, we've been expecting for, like, years now. Uh, Bad Boys 3. Um, I guess it's been officially confirmed by Martin Lawrence when he was on Conan. He talked about it, and he talks about how they've been talking. There was recent talks about with producers like Jerry Bruckheimer about the movie, and mm-hmm. and it's not just you know random talk. It's serious talk about the movie. And he says that yeah, he said it's real that they're working on the script and they're getting close, and it, everything looks good. That is, I mean, so it looks like sounds- we're getting Bad Boys Three. But is I know Martin Lawrence, but is Will Smith being a part of it? I'm pretty sure Will Smith will be a part of it, but for now, this is things the are the, the script, the script and the work. Yeah. Well, I hope it's funny and it, and it's fun and it's worth their time. You know. Yeah, I mean, this I think to tell you the truth, this is when Michael Bay shines when he does movies like Bad Boys Three and not movies like mm-hmm. Transformers. You know, because the oh Bad Boys God, movies were probably the best things. We, you know, I ha- we haven't done the, the the segment in a while, so I, I kind of forgot to mention that I saw Transformers and all, and I, I, I don't even know. I was kind of speechless. It was cool in some aspects, obviously, because of the robots, and that's what it's all about. It's about the robots in this movie. Like the humans are pointless. Like the humans are like nothing. 
So, um, and Mark Wahlberg, let me just, I mean, okay, what shocked me the most in this movie was just Mark Wahlberg's, like, character and his acting. It was horrible for me. Horrible? Point of view, I heard, I thought it was, yeah, I heard, uh-huh. I heard, I heard the only good thing was Mark Wahlberg himself. The rest of the movie no. was not good. <laughs> no, oh, absolutely not, dude. Like, his, I felt like Mark Wahlberg, like, this was horrible for him, like, even, like, a lot of the, the times when he would shoot in his gun or whatever, it seemed, like, so fake. It, 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 you know, obviously a movie, I felt like he wasn't in, in the character. It wasn't his, like, original self. If he would have just played it as Mark Wahlberg, it would have probably came out better, you know? But um, yeah. I, I, I thought that it was horrible, and that they should stop doing Transformers right now. <laughs> this should be the end of it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Well, we got to start wrapping up then. Right at yes. the end. Uh, so, ladies and gents, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Robert already mentioned that he did uh, the review for Expendables uh, 3, even though it released already this Friday. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and see what he has to say about that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, he did Let's Be Cops. Let's Be Cops has already released. Oh, yeah, it just came out this, Friday. This, uh, this Friday as well. Oh, oh, actually, Wednesday. It came out last Wednesday because you know how movies come out on Wednesdays in the summer. So, oh, so uh, and I know I don't know why they do that. Okay, so check those two things out. I mean, I know that Comic Con was a while back ago, but he also did a little discussion uh, uh, video with you guys. If any of you guys are interested in hearing his thoughts about this year's Comic Con, and yeah, I'm sure that he has more reviews for you soon enough. Make sure to check those out at YouTube.com/slash/TheSoshaMarinaShow. So our YouTube channel. Um, yep. You, bro. Fire away. Uh, yeah. Uh, just check me out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. Well, Twitter and Tumblr at the real Robert A H, and on Instagram, uh, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And you guys can also go on Facebook, like our pages. That's the movie and the Sasha Marina show. And yeah, go check out our app on the Google Play and uh, what's it called, BlackBerry Market or World, whatever you guys <laughs> use. Whoever's using a BlackBerry still. I feel like you like the Sasha Marina show app. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, no offense to people who are still using Blackberries. They're great phones, but I mean, what are you doing with a Blackberry? It's 2014. It's a little limited at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I used to. I mean, I loved it before I went to Android, but yeah, I, know. I can't. I mean, Blackberries I don't are think cool, I but go back now. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Definitely still using Blackberry. Okay, so uh, thank you once again so much for tuning in. Make sure to tune in next Monday. And, yeah, that's it for now. Bye-bye, brother. Bye-bye. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.